So my lucky Murray Olds, morning to you. Good morning, Michael. Now, I've been reading over the weekend, Berejikli, as in Gladys, as in former you know, mm. Premier of New South Wales, is going to appeal this ICAC hearing. But what I was reading, it can only be challenged on, on the grounds of relating to legal error. Is that, is that going to somehow curtail or hamper her ability? Look, I'm not a, a lawyer by any means, uh, but Gladys Berejiklian was never happy with the findings against her by ICAC. And don't forget, it took two years for ICAC to examine in Operation Keppel. I mean, to sum up, she had a dodgy boyfriend who was the member for Wagga Wagga in southern New South Wales, and he got in her ear and persuaded her to spend several millions of dollars on various uh, things in his electorate. For example, a shooting range, a gun club got a, a big upgrade. And to be, you know, uh, brutally honest, um, ICAC found that that wasn't as good as it could be in terms of probity. They also got a magnificent new music centre. Anyway, ICAC finds against her but does not recommend any criminal proceedings, unlike the dodgy boyfriend who, in fact, has been uh, charged. So Gladys Berejiklian was never happy with the finding that she acted corruptly uh, and now she is taking civil action. Where it goes, I'm not 100% sure, to be honest, uh, but there's a lot of support for her in the community. Mm. She was a very good Premier, uh, a woman of impeccable integrity until this. So I think that's what she's anxious about. She wants to preserve her reputation. How do you reckon if you held a poll on ICAC and those sort of bodies mm. you have in Australia that whether they would have a lot of support? Because it was a couple of weeks ago, they were wanting in some investigation phone taps and then the phone taps would go on forever. And I mean, how much power do they have and do people worry about that? Uh, it, it does vary state to state. I'm pretty sure, um, and stand to be corrected, I'm pretty sure every state and territory now has this independent commission against corruption. That's what it's called in New South Wales. There are different names, but essentially the same thing. These are bodies that are set up, statutory bodies that have been established to investigate uh, corruption by public officials. That could be, uh, you know, senior public servants. It could be Quongos. It could be politicians. And it was set up in New South Wales, as you well know, by Liberal Premier Nick Greiner. He mm. was the first casualty. And, of course, ever since then, you've had, uh, th I think it's three, or was it four now, Liberal Premiers who've yeah. been brought down by the very body they established. I think there's, there's broad public support for accountability in our public office holders. I don't think anyone's going to argue against that. Tell me where boy, you're at with boy. the... Because I was reading the number 454,400. That's how many... That's your net gain in migration. Yes. So we've got a net gain, yes. gain of close to 100, and we're getting a little bit... Ooh, the two, they'll buy houses and all that stuff. Mm. How angsty is immigration in Australia? It's a hot-button issue, no doubt about it. We're coming out of COVID. Uh, they're looking this year. Here's the stat. This is this morning in the, I think, the Sydney Morning Herald. 454,400 people uh, was the net uh, gain to Australia's population. So, you know, let's just round it up. Half, Half a million, million people yeah. uh, came here in the 12 months to the end of March. Now, that's an awful lot of people. It's a record number. People now are looking at their at, at their power bills. They're looking at their water bills. They're looking at trying to pay the mortgage. You've got the cost of living crisis over here. Oh, and by the way, we're still paying over well over two dollars a litre of fuel, and you're stuck in never-ending traffic. And people are saying, "Are you bloody him?" Economists are saying we need these people to come in because we need them to buy homes. 
We need them to spend money in our supermarkets and buy clothing and shoes and whatnot and buy, you know, new motor cars. But at the same time, you've got a bit of resentment from local people who are here. And it's always intrigued me, Mike, that the people who are most anti-migrant are the, are the people who arrived most recently. They're saying, no, we're full, we don't want any more. Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is the economy does need more. We need more workers over here in every sort of sphere you can think of, from engineers and doctors all the way through to people who are going to care for our old folks in, in care homes. So there's an enormous, an enormous demand for labour. But it's that balancing act that you alluded to. I mean, how are you going to sell this? I'm not 100% sure, but it's a big number. It's, it's going to trend down next year, yeah. but it's a very big number right now. What do you say you're paying for petrol? Uh, $2, what did I see in the weekend? $2.25, uh, $2.30. We've broken three. Oh, <laughs> I'll stop whinging. <laughs> three bucks a litre. Three. Goodness they reckon three fifty by Christmas. Good gracious. Amazing, eh? Uh, i tell you what, the rolls, mate, they have the, as you would know, they've got the big tanks. So it takes a lot of petrol to fill them up. Now, the well, boys- I know, but you've got that, you know, that sort of backup petrol tanker that just runs around behind you. Isn't that, that the case? It just fills you up and you get a bit That is The voice poll this morning, it's sort of, it's almost got, when do you put it out of its misery? Well, in three weeks or four weeks, whatever it is. Because it's not going to get up. That's uh, that's very very clear. Uh, the voice referendum dead in the water. Support down now to just over one third of people. Thirty six percent say they're going to vote yes. Fifty six. That's up three points. Fifty six percent say no. There's still that big chunk. Twenty percent undecided. And if they all go to the yes camp, maybe it'll get over the line. But that's impossible to see. It's the biggest swing to know that's uh, it's come from younger voters and also from women. And these are two groups: younger voters and women who previously were very, very strong in terms of supporting a yes case. But the poll, interestingly enough, has also found Peter Dutton, his supporters slumped 6%. He's now down at 32 points, the, the, the lowest level of support that Dutton's enjoyed ever since he took over. His net approval is minus 20. Albanese up slightly, 47% support. Uh, a better Prime Minister, a daylight between the two, Albanese 50%, Dutton 30%. What would Eddie Jones's net approval rating be? Oh, mate, if they lose to Wales, Eddie Jones will get burnt in effigy at Martin Place. I tell you what, <laughs> the rugby stadium will have a little straw uh, Eddie Jones up on a pike and he'll be set alight. I mean, it, this guy is as believable as the vegetarian shark. Come on. Uh, the weekend. Uh, I mean, look, I don't know if you've seen that podcast with Drew Mitchell. Yes. With all the beeps yes. and beeps and beeps. I mean, he summed up exactly what Australian rugby fans are saying. Eddie, we don't care how many croissants they throw at you. Tell us why you picked buddy, a rookie, a total rookie at 10 and no backup. Tell us why that occurred. Tell us why you haven't got a goal kicker in the darn side. And I don't Tell know if you picked up on this. Apparently, it's, it's, it's been reported this morning he's on the Zoom meeting to Japan for a new job. Exactly. He How's would have he doing that? Apparently before... Well, I don't know, but before the he's, he's, he has coached Japan before, don't forget. I think he had three or four years up there. Yeah, but not but all at the same true, time, Murray. Wouldn't you be thinking he's concentrating on the current job? I would have thought so because he's been side Mike through till twenty twenty seven when the Rugby mm. World Cup's going to come to Australia. I mean, this guy is fair dinkum. He's, I mean, honestly, God, uh, R- Rugby Australia. There's that. Um, of course, all the boards in Paris tonight, swaggering around and scoffing champagne and sh- shoving snails up their nose, because of course they can. <laughs> They're all there at the big table. 
But, uh, I mean, if Eddie Jones has done that, he hasn't just dudded Australian rugby fans, he's dudded the very people who hired him and sacked Dave Rennie in the most appalling way. Yeah. I mean, it's just a disgrace. Tis. This story is true about Jones. 16-6 as they go to the half. Wales are leading. 16-6. Wow. Okay. But Eddie, Eddie will give them a good good rack up at halftime, won't he? And so we'll, we'll, we'll expect to come back any moment. Is that how it, ha- is that how it works? <laughs> I think I think you've been in enough dressing rooms to figure out that as well. Yeah, good on you, mate. Come on, boys. We'll do it for Australia. <laughs> or Japan. Or Japan. See you on Wednesday, mate. Appreciate it. Eight- for more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.